Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hi, everybody. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and uh, we're in Soul Talk. And today I would like to present you with a very special person. Her name is Cindy Edison. She is a channeler and um, she channels mainly uh, Joseph. And also she, um, she collects, uh, she also have a collective um, multidimensional beings that she also channels. At. And she is also a very prolific writer. And she have the books that you can see behind her, four books that they are from the collection of the teachings of Joseph for the new earth aspect of the new the new human. And she will correct me if I'm wrong in that one. And she also do private, private sessions. And we're so happy to have you here. Oh, Monica, thank you. I'm so glad to be with you. I love your accent, first of all. It's so cute. <laughs> you sound so cute. I love that. I love that. But thank you for having me with you today. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure, Cindy. And I, uh, I have so many questions that I start writing them down because a lot of questions started digging in. I, I've been around other channelers. Channelers. I am a channeler myself, but of course, there's more more questions that comes and and when you want to know more about something else. And uh, and in the channeling, there are so many questions that not only I have. But I know other people have asked me about my even my my own practice at channel, and I'm so glad that you can also illust- uh, illuminate us a little bit about uh, your channeling practices. When do you start it, and uh, how many years you've been doing it, and it's been coming stronger, or what it is this for you the channeling? You know, it started for me. Um the writing part in 2009, but before that, probably around 2006, maybe, I started hearing, um, I don't want to call them commandments. Um, They would tell me to do something. And I would hear actually like the audible voice. I heard the audible voice first. And uh, that is, as you know, undeniable. And then a few years later, I sat down to write a magazine article and on my laptop. And what was coming out was not my magazine article. That was um, a, a, a higher being a vibration, I don't know what you want to call it, a master um, who started talking to me then. And so for for that, God, it was probably for years that started the whole writing thing, the automatic writing. Some people call it automatic writing. As I'm hearing them, I'm typing, uh, ultimately turned into conversations with them. I, I have them all. I have thousands of them. It was so much fun to look back. Um, but yes. And um, so when they first started talking, I was asking for names. And um, when it first became a group, it was Abraham. And 
of course, when you hear Abraham, you say, when you're in my position, you say, oh yeah, right. You know, that's a bit ridiculous, you know, and you resist it, you resist it until I understood more. And so that went on for a couple of years. And then I had a session with Paul Selig. I don't know if you know who Paul is, wonderful channel, um, who's written amazing, amazing books. I had read several of his books. I had a session with him and I was confidently telling him, yeah, I'm channeling Abraham and we're going to do all this stuff. And, and he said, well, I don't think that's how it works. And my heart sunk because it was what I knew to be true. So he said, let me go to the guides. And anybody who knows Paul knows that when he goes to the guides, you know, that's where the, all the truth comes in. Right. So I just knew they were going to prove him wrong. But what they said to him was there is a group that is trying to teach through her. She needs to ask for their name. So I went home very distraught that day, as you can imagine. I, you know, I was, I was, I was mad. I thought I'd been taken, you know, we still have that human thing in us. Right. So I sat down and got my laptop and I said, all right, you guys, what gives, who is this? Why are you messing with me? And they said, no, no, no. Um, They said, when the time is right, we will reveal our name. And I said, I thought you were Abraham. And they said, we are. That conversation went on for a while, but I understood at that point more. And a few days later, I was sitting outside, not really thinking about anything. And um, I saw in a, uh, I had this vision of a propeller plane that, that flies over the beach when you're on vacation and with the banners behind it. And the first banner said Seth, the second banner said Abraham, and the third banner was blank. And they said, that's us. And they went on to explain to me how um, they were exampling for us um, how consciousness expands and we, we expand and we, we move into different vibrations. And the message of Seth that started with Jane Roberts back in the late 60s, that we create our own reality, moved into Abraham and Esther and still going strong after however many years, look at the expansion there. And then Joseph comes in and Joseph represents um, the vibration of the new earth and the vibration of the new human aspect who will live on the new earth. And with that expansion and the expansive message is a shift in perspective. As the consciousness shifts, the perspective shifts. So we are moving, as most of your listeners already know, that we are moving from the third dimensional uh, realm into the fifth dimensional realm where there's no fear. So our perspective has got to shift to accommodate that consciousness, which is why Joseph is here now to teach us how to do that (laughs) and how to move forward from the the fear-based or what we refer to as the out-of-alignment choosing Something that I explain to to my clients, to my students, is that the planet Earth is not already at their uh, at third dimension. That we're already moving from the fourth, and there's some people that are already from the yes. fifth, living in the same space. Yes. I know it's very hard to grasp that information. Yeah, to everybody, um, and I don't know if you wanna explain it better because I, I sometimes maybe I don't know how to explain it that better that. They're conscious of the, even the sixth dimension living in this reality 
at the same time that they're living with the third dimension of beings. Because the planet already moved. It's not yes. in the third. But we're talking about the human conscience. Yes. The collective human consciousness, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know if there's an easy way to explain it, but I can tell you how they kind of, they've explained it to me many times because we just, you know, until we hear it, until it, it dings, I guess, um, is that when they teach about the aspects of the soul, they also are teaching us about the aspects of us, the human aspect of the soul. And we have had many, many physical lifetimes, right? You have been here thousands of times. I have been here thousands of times. And every time we, I'll put this all in human terms, all in human lingo. Every time we come back, we come back as an advanced aspect of who we were the last time we were here, right? So if I was here, the last time if I was here a thousand years ago, think about the expansion of the consciousness in that short time frame of a thousand years when we're talking about eternity, right? So our aspects are still alive, as we would say, vibrationally on the timeline where we left the last time. So what we do when the soul refocuses into the physical realm, which is us, into the physical realm, that physical human aspect stands up, but it stands up in the vibration where it left. Yes. Okay, the physical aspect, the physical vibration. See, this isn't easy to, to explain, but I think you're, you're, you can follow this. Everybody can follow this. So the majority of our physical vibration is made up of our non-physical vibration, right? Abraham teaches that the non-physical source of us is like 99.9% .9 of our makeup. So that, let's call it the 2%. 1%, 2% of the physical that stands up becomes that 99.9% .9 of knowing consciously, conscious knowing. So now we have the expanded version of us blending with that physical version of us and we scoot ahead, right? And our souls guide us. This is why they call their work, allow your soul to lead, especially now, because we are moving into this new consciousness where there is no fear and it is uncharted territory for the current human aspect. We've never lived without fear in the third dimension before. We just haven't. It's really exciting right now. So that means that because of that and because of the new consciousness, the perspective that we move that we're moving into has no fear, which means that all the beliefs and all the understandings that we currently have as human aspects that were conjured in and taught from the third dimension don't work there anymore. Yes. That's so we're in the process of shifting our perspective, which is not easy to do. That's what we talk about, letting go of the old world and coming yes. to the new world. Yes, in the old world, where are all these programs where they limit, uh, they limit us, they make us feel a worthiness, and yes. that uh, we don't deserve to be happy, and all, all those kind of things, they're falling down, and uh, and the resistance is actually bringing so much chaos. And I really 
maybe I'm one of the few people that that think the pandemic that make us in being locked down that we didn't have a choice, but actually just to actually go deep inside of us or in our homes or whatever yeah. we were and from the situations we were living in. That's right. The everything that's happening now um, that really was launched on a global scale uh, from the political arena. I mean, the pandemic is certainly part of the part of the political arena. We all know that. Right. So everything we if we look at the experiences that we're all having now and the splitting of this consciousness, um, there is a fine line there. And there this is the line we are given the opportunity now to step over that all of these things, all of these choices that were made from an out of alignment position. And we're talking about alignment with our soul alignment with who we really are with God, with the Godhead, with God consciousness that is within us, all of those choices and the momentum that has built up over eons of time out of fear are manifesting now. They're all coming to a head. So it's all manifesting fear-based situations and circumstances. And it's all about the choices that were made by a, by a few that have just covered the entire earth. And so now we're, giving, not, we're being given an opportunity to step beyond that and into, a new, into the new earth, into a vibration where we live as who we really are. I, I want to go back to that theme later on, but I, I just want to uh, go back to the what is what is channeler because the majority you and me we already know what is channeler. Yeah, many people do not know what is is channel is being yeah or channel or what do we do when we're channel. Yeah, can, can you explain it in your in your words, please? Well, what I know that. Um, you know, a lot of people, it's, it frightens a lot of people. And a lot of people say that that's evil. That's evil. Well, it's actually the most natural language that we all have. We all inherently speak vibration because we are vibration at the core of who we are. We are in a vibrational universe run by vibration. The law of attraction is vibrationally based. We are vibration. So, of course, to communicate with our source, it is a vibrational language. That's all it is. And everybody can do it. It is the resistance to it that stops it. And it's a human aspect resistance. When I channel Joseph, they are present with me all the time. We've been working on this for a long time and working is not the right. I have been expanding my awareness to get where they are. That's what they tell me. Expand your awareness to include us, Cindy, and you'll know what to do. And that's true because when we are in alignment, we have the knowing of our soul. So when I communicate with Joseph, it is a blending of vibration and a translation of words, of physical, of human words. I translate the vibration into human words and it comes through vibrationally. They are, it turns really for me, it turns the words into vibrations or the vibrations turn into words, I'll say. Uh, how I also see this one is levels of surrendering. And more that you surrender to the same vibration is more understanding actually you get from whatever they're trying to tell you. Yes. 
is yeah. not the same as reading, let's say, uh, Winnie the Pooh when you are five years old. And when you're older and you read uh, Winnie the Pooh, yes. it is completely different. Yes. Why? Because it comes with uh, surrendering and getting knowledge about the new things that you didn't have when you were five years old. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and, and just to add that, and uh, and I I've been told all the time when I'm channeling, I tell everybody like, okay, if something is actually helping you, write it down. Why? Because I can I blend my conscience with another being, and I will, in a way, I will step, step aside. Out, step yeah. aside, so they can give you better the information, and I will forget whatever I told you. Yeah. Uh, so. Can, can you spend more on this? Because I believe it happens to you too, right? <laughs> it does. It, it happened more when I was doing the mediumship work. It happened more. I was so focused on the connection then. Um, I don't focus on the connection so much anymore as I do them. And that's something that I won't go into because it's a, it's a, it's a whole different story. But um, I'm focusing now on a vibration, uh, consciously focusing on a vibration. So um, now for me, um, I can, if I'm reading for someone or if I'm um, in a session or something um, and Joseph answers a question, I am present like I am right now. I'm very present. That doesn't mean I'm going to remember what they told that person because um, I think because I'm almost so present um, so, um, because you know that when we're channeling, we're in alignment and we're focused on the moment. We're focused on the moment. So there's no, there's for me and, and for you, I know there's no wrong step there because it's kind of out of the hands of the human aspect. And now the 99.9% takes over, <laughs> right? But you're still present. You're still there. You're still awake and you're still aware and, you know, they're here right now and enjoying this so much, by the way, they want me to tell you that they're really enjoying this. But um, so there is not, it's not something that freaks people out anymore. It should never freak anybody out because when we evolve into the new human aspect who will live on the new earth, this is how we all will communicate vibrationally. There was a, a beautiful a YouTube video going around uh, with two young girls who, I don't know if you saw it, it was beautiful. And they were talking of two young girls, probably maybe 10 and six or seven. And they were having a vibrational conversation. We could hear them, but their, um, their uh, mouths were not moving, but we were following the conversation. I'll send it to you if I can find a copy of it. I'm sure I have it. And it was a beautiful example of how um, aspects communicate with each other about other aspects, but it's all vibrational. It's vibrational language, and we will communicate in full blending mode when we are in the fifth dimension. That doesn't mean we can't talk. We will talk, but we're constantly, we example the oneness of who we really are, the oneness of really the universe, Right. But because when we're connected and we're in alignment, we are in alignment with the universe. Like something that I have explained, uh, because many people are like, oh, no, you can do it. I can do it. And some of many, I had an art gallery and being in the field of scenarios for 37 years. And to finally accept that that was this was my job. <laughs> 
and I enjoyed both, but but I did it for 37 years, and uh, and I tell the art uh, the artists, many of them, every time you get inspired to create a painting, you're a channel. Every yes, writer yes. that you're doing a, a poem or whatever, you get inspired and you get inspired. You are channeling yes. or a musician creating a new song. You are channeling all the creativity. Where do you think it comes from? So we all can channel. You can right. learn how to pick up a brush and actually paint or write or write a music or dance or whatever is something creative that comes from your soul. Where do you think it's coming from? You're right. channeling. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's passion. Right. It's you couldn't stop it if you wanted to. Right. I mean, that's actually not true. You can. I mean, I could say today I'm not doing it anymore. And they would they would go like this. But they you know, but that would be that's our choice. Right. That's our free will choosing. Um, But you don't want to because um, it's so it feels so good to be in that space. Right. Because all you feel is love. You know, right now I have this undercurrent of vibration just running through me. I can feel it. It feels like my whole body's going like this, you know, but it's an undercurrent and it's just a, it's just a, a loving vibration that is moment by moment communication. That's what it is. That's all anybody has to do. Right. I remember at uh, the beginning when I surrender more to channeling and kind of focus more in this, uh, I could not sleep because I was having great conversations all the time. And I just was four or five o'clock in the morning and we were having these conversations and writing or painting and and we were having all this. And to one of my teachers uh, told me like, you need to tell them that you need to go to sleep. (laughs) 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 And that's something that I learned (laughs) that you need to actually like, no, okay. For them, time do not exist. So for them, it will be content, uh, constantly because for them, time do not exist. But for That's us, right. yes, we need to our sleep time <laughs> yeah. or our family time. Or distraction. I find distractions. You know, it's not it's never been like that for me. I know a lot of people it is. And they say, how do I turn this off? And I say, geez, I wish I had that question. You know, I, it's never been like that for me. Um, we have a deal, I guess. Um, Joseph said, this was, this was an important teaching that they gave me. They said, uh, we are always focused on you. You are distracted by your physicalness and the physical world. But when you focus on us, we are always here. So we are always focused on you. You are sometimes focused on us. And when you are focused on us, you can hear us. And so I tell, I, tell, I tell you that for your audience, because people say, how do I know, you know, how do I know if it's me? I've had this question a lot, and I'm sure you have too. How do I know it's, it's not just me saying stuff? And so Joseph says to that, it is you, because we are all speaking to aspects of ourselves. We're all speaking to aspects of ourselves on different timelines, So, Joseph, my soul, my individual soul is with the soul collective of God and in this seven personality collective group of teachers that makes up Joseph. So, in that soul space, that's where the oneness is, and that's where we're all connected in our our soul space. 
I remember when I I, I started becoming aware that that I was channeling. I I wanted to be sure, or else I, I thought maybe I'm just becoming crazy or something. <laughs> I was just hearing them. Sometimes I saw them and it was like, and I thought, okay, this is, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I took many classes with many channelers, how to channel and so forth. And, um, and they have all of them. They were different. And some of them, they have to do a mantra or things like that. And, uh, and I felt there was a lot of fear based in that. So no other entities come there. I came to understand if you raise your vibration enough, you're not going to be connecting to beings that you don't, that doesn't feel good in yourself, that you will detect that immediately in your body. Right. That's right. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I went, I, I did the same kind of thing when I was realized what was happening. I, I sought out people and they led me to some really wonderful, wonderful teachers. Um, but they always told me everybody is unique. Everybody does it. And it's all based on their own experience, their own level of awareness, their own. It's a very individual thing. So, Cindy, all you have to do is focus. And I still continued to go to teachers. And I went, you know, how come that one? And I would always say to Joseph, well, she did it this way. And this one said a prayer first. And this one did a meditation first. And this one kind of, you know, went into a trance or something. And they said, yes, again, everybody everybody is unique. Everybody does their own thing. All you need to do is focus. So eventually that's all I did. Now I do have some friends who say, in fact, Paul Selig actually said to me before he went to his guides and said, you're not, he said, you're not channeling Abraham. And the first thing Joseph said to me after that was just because a channel says that doesn't mean they know everything we're doing, Cindy. <laughs> and I said, okay. And that's when they said, you'll know when we, when we're ready to tell you. But anyway, he's the one that said to me, um, do you protect yourself before you go in? And I said, no, I, it never occurred to me, you know, cause I know where I'm going. So it never occurred to me to, you know, and then he sent me to a teacher of his. Uh, and the first thing she said to me was, do you protect yourself? And I said, no. And she said, well, you've got to, you've got to protect yourself. You've got to, you've got. And I went home and I said to Joseph, you know, they're saying this and I know some people do it. And some people that I've gone to before our session, they do it. And I love it. But they said, Cindy, we are your protection. And it goes to what you just said. When you, when you raise your vibration, Abraham has always said, you cannot attract something that you are not emitting right? So if you're, I don't have a belief in the dark entities. I know they exist. I don't believe they exist for me. I'm done with them. So I, so I cannot attract them because I don't focus on them, first of all. And that's not part of my, that's out of alignment for me. So I won't go there. And that's not to say everything is possible. Everything exists, everything, anything you want to believe, you can believe yourself right into the manifestation. I am choosing not to do that. And so it's, so the whole purpose of that whole thing is that, yes, everybody's individual. And if it makes somebody feel better, if it makes them, um, if it allows them to get into alignment easier, by all means, do it by all means. For me, not so much. I, I teach channeling and, um, and I 
go to those basics. I teach them how to protect themselves because I know we're dealing with the fears. Yes. And yes. So the first thing is to channel beings of the highest planes. They need, you need to remove your fears. Yes. So I teach them that, but I tell them I don't need it. And you're going to get to the point that you don't need it because yes. you're already down. Yes. And you don't feel them anymore. So, yeah, it's just a process. Like maybe at the beginning when you're re- learning to read, you need to put your finger to to go and be reading. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. It's so funny. Um, they say, <clears throat> As you expand your awareness, that door you thought was in front of you will cease to exist. You know, you say, oh, I finally made it to the door, but there's no door there. There is no door. The veils, Joseph teaches that the veils that everybody talks about, you can you can get beyond the veil, beyond the veil. We just say that that's a barrier that we as human aspects set up in front of ourselves. And it's called fear. You know, it's fear of the unknown vibration. And, and if, as long as you're going forward, that vibration is so clear. You know, it's just all love. It's just beautiful love. And so, and you can't pack your bags and take any of these fearful lessons and teachings with us, right? They don't, there's no vibrational agreement with the old ways and the old teachings, the old perspective, the third dimensional perspective very different from the fifth dimensional perspective, right? Yes, uh, totally. It's because it's not fear-based in the third dimension and it's not too much the duality at at the same time because that's the third dimension. It's a a lot of the duality based. You're bad, you're good. This is ugly, pretty, et cetera. And more than you understand to removing all those filters, more you raise your conscience to a higher dimensions. Yes, And looking at, you know, we are starting to get into um, a part of the shift in perspective is the shift in the words we choose, right? So even the word fear itself is out of alignment. You know, we talk about, Joseph talks about alignment all the time. We're all about alignment and being in alignment. And they said, we will move to a place where um, most people, you know, are teaching you have to choose fear or love. There's two choices in front of us, fear or love. And that's how it's been taught. Now we move up and we're saying, okay, shift your perspective a little bit. And now we're choosing in or out of alignment thoughts because and because it's it's more clear. Because even when you say the word fear to somebody, they go like this, you know, fear, what, what's the fear? What am I going to have? You know, and they put up the barriers because now I have to defend myself against a fear of some kind. But if we lighten our load a little bit by shifting the words and we say, okay, fear is out of alignment. The word fear is out of alignment. So we're just going to say you have a choice in every moment of of what path you are going to create toward the experience you're going to end up with, right? Toward the experience you're going to manifest. One pathway is in alignment. One pathway is out of alignment. And those two pathways have unlimited pathways off of them, creations that come off of them. So if you are hell bent on sticking to your old beliefs that were conjured in fear, you're moving down and you can, that's fine. There's no judgment from our perspective. So the only thing is there's all, there's no judgment. There is choosing and manifestation, choosing and manifestation. And if you are choosing 
on an out of alignment pathway, all the thoughts and all the vibrations match that pathway. They are all out of alignment, which ensures your manifestations are out of alignment too. Meanwhile, over here on the in alignment side, we've got love and joy and peace and every and abundance. Everything you want is over on this side. So Joseph says, choose love in all resolutions. So if you set out your pathway by choosing thoughts that are in alignment of joy, peace, love, all those things, everything that's not love is out of alignment. So now we're creating a pathway and that pathway feels good. And we start to get happy, right? Abraham says, get happy, 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 happy. Just get happy because you can't be happy and out of alignment. So when you're creating an in alignment path for yourself to experience everything that you came here to do, including your channeling, your audiences, everybody's channeling, everybody, all found in alignment. I went sideways and through these shifts, I go sideways sometimes. And a few weeks ago, I was sideways for a couple of days and I was pissed. And I said to them, I said, you know, this doesn't feel like the process. You guys, this is not the process. They said, of course, it's not the process, Cindy. You're out of alignment. The process is in alignment. <laughs> and I said, oh, it snapped me right back in. Because if you can just look at um, your choices, that's where our free will is, right? In our choosing. Because what we choose is how we create our own reality. We're creating our reality all the time from our bodies to our physical experiences, to our surroundings, to our relationships, to our job. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, thank you. Uh, something that I teach everybody is also about we're totally disconnected of our own body, our own physical body. So I tell them how it feels, whatever emotion you're feeling, where do you feel it? You feel it in your heart, you feel it in your stomach. And, and your God, where do you feel it? Because in the moment you know where you feel it, that's where you're going to be focusing your attention. Yes. And yes. that's where how you know you're out of alignment. Yes. To your body. Yes. To your body. And yes. That's, that's the thermometer. Yes. Yes. People don't understand that. You know, Joseph put a quote out um, a while ago that said, I'm going to, I'm, I'm sure I'll butcher it, but they said something like, um, the physical body, every disease, every, every, every disease, every ailment is, is caused by out of alignment cells, which come from out of alignment, vibrational thinking, right? Because what we choose to think reflects in our body. And when our cells are out of alignment, we manifest that out of alignment situation, which is sickness, which is healable too by us. The body can heal itself. And when people say, you know, the body can heal itself, we heal ourselves through shifting our vibration back into alignment. So the cells of our bodies are in alignment. So they said every ailment or, or sickness, disease, whatever it is, is caused by an out of alignment cell. If you um, even if you get treatment, I've known many people who have had cancer and they, they have gotten it all. And then a few years later comes back again because they did not remove the root. And I pick on cancer, but I'm talking about a cold. I'm talking about a flu. I'm talking about, I won't say it, but I'm talking about all of those things, fear-based out of alignment beliefs, 
fear-based out of alignment beliefs change the makeup of our vibrational bodies. Of course they do. And sometimes they just show it to you, those adult alignments. I, I used to have lupus, RA, fibromyalgia, and so forth. I went totally, I was out of alignment in that time. I heal myself. Yes. Even with all those things, I, I'm not taking even any kind of medication, depression, etc. even epilepsy at the end. But do, I, now I understand that there was a part of the teachings, what I, the job yes. I was going to be doing now. Yes. So I was needing to go through that so I learned how to heal myself so yes. I can others to learn how to heal themselves. Yes. But you have to go to the root of the problem or else, like you say, it, it just come back. Yes. Come back it and does. come back. It okay. has to because everything is vibrational. Yes. Everything is vibrational. Everything. And, you know, people, people have a hard time believing that, you know, but it, it is... Um, we are universal, you know, we're not born of this earth. We're here, but we're not of this earth. Right. So we are, we are vibrational um, at the very core of us. And this is how uh, I want to bring up Anita Morjani. Um, are you familiar with who she is? Funny. It sounds very familiar. Yeah. She, Wayne Dyer actually um, introduced her to the world and her story, her book is, um, Oh my God, dying to be me. It changed my life actually. Uh, when it first came out, I read it in about two days and what she teaches so many lessons and she's out teaching love all over the place. Now she, uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but she teaches an amazing lesson about bringing the body back into alignment and, and, and the, the effects, the manifestation of that movement from out of alignment fear, which is what caused her cancer. She died. She went back into alignment, came back to tell about it, came back to tell about while she was dead, what we call dead. While she was up there. She said they gave her the choice. We always have choice. Right. And they said, you want to, you got to go, you want to go back. You went and she said, not in that body. That body is very sick. And they said, no, you don't understand. Now that you understand your vibration and your makeup, when you're, when you return this vibration, this focused vibration to that body, it will heal itself. And it did. And now she is out running around the world telling her story. That's amazing. And not only that, that will make you a way shower. That's what I noticed with many people. Uh, it was not my intention to get sick. It was not my intention to right. prove of that. Right. Or prove wrong to many doctors that tell me, oh, no, you're just going to get worse and die. Right. And it was not my intention of that, but it becomes proof. Yes. Actually, yes. you can heal yourself and actually it helps others. Yes. And, and feel great, actually, with the body now that you have that. Yes, it used to be the body is sick because it was out of alignment and now it's not. And it's the same body. That's right. Look at Louise Hay. Yes. You know, she did it. A lot of people do it. Um, great book, Louis, uh, Louis K. That's the one I use with me. Uh, you can heal your body. Uh, you can heal yourself. your life. Yeah, you can heal that's your life. The one yeah. I Fabulous. <laughs> it has helped so millions of people. Yeah. Yes. That everything we have, you know, we're I'm doing a teaching uh, series on my YouTube now called the seven steps to self-discovery and healing. It's in book two of their book. And 
they are actually, when they gave them to me, we were, uh, they said, and they talk about this in the book too, that they are the evolved version of the 12 step program. But our steps are for addiction of the third dimension. People, they said, they said to me, I said, Cindy, the dominant collective is addicted to fear. It's addicted to fear. You know, we teach a very different perspective of the ego aspect that is one of love, which is a hard lesson in this, in, in this contrasting world. People argue with me. You know, I, I prefer my own, my own belief of that the ego is evil and the ego is doing these things to me. I'm going to stick with that. That's fine. Anybody can stick with that, but you're not going to the new earth with that belief. So, you know, it doesn't matter. Pick something else. You don't have to pick ours, but, but in that, um, in that belief of trying to hold on to those beliefs, these seven steps will move us into the higher vibration. It's all about taking self-responsibility. And in the first step, they say you, you create your own reality and the power you seek is within you. So they say we create our own reality and everything we need to do that is already within us. Yes, totally agree with that. Is I, uh, I feel that many what what I, I've been told by Maya, uh, she tell me all the time that their addiction of um, conflict or or behaviors are as more are harder to remove than more than an even alcoholic or drug addiction. Yes, why? Because they will understand. Okay, this is not socially acceptable being alcoholic or drug addict but it is acceptable to be violent and aggressive and, right. um, and manipulator and so forth. That is acceptable by the society. So try to remove the behaviors. It's way more harder for a human being to remove the alcoholism or drug addiction. Yeah, because it takes a lot of self-responsibility on both sides, all of addiction to move away from it, you know, is, is total. nobody can do it for you. You know, it's the whole thing of like nobody can evolve for you either. You know, everything is about our own responsibility. And from our perspective, it's learning um, who we really are and who, how powerful we really are. You know, we're so powerful. And that is understanding who we are vibrationally, knowing that vibration is at the base of everything. You know, Joseph said, if, if the human aspect or when the human aspect understands the vibrational component to our experience here, it will have mastered the physical experience. Because when you understand energy and vibration and how it, how it creates and how when we, the human aspect, choose it, we are the creators using that vibration as a component, then we can create anything we want, which is why they're teaching about manifestation a lot and vibration, because we are collectively now co-creating the new earth and the new human aspect. We are doing that now. And that comes from alignment. It comes from choosing love because that's where it's all sitting. The thing is, uh, something that I noticed with the many of the teachers right now, they tell, they tell you, uh, work it out, work out your fears, work out your beliefs, work out how you're going to um, 
and trusting yourself and believing yourself, but they don't tell you how. Right. It's like it's easy to say, yes, right. work it out. But but how? People need to know like, how. how. Maybe step one, two, three. Why? Because that's the only way actually can be changed. Right, so, because that's how we learned all that stuff. It's a process. And this is a process too. And we believe that the first order of business is to understand that we need to shift our perspective. So how do we do that? We do that by allowing ourselves to see things in a different way and to take a different angle. Maybe in the beginning of all this, I literally, sometimes I would go to a different place in in my apartment or outside somewhere, just to get a different perspective. Didn't matter what it was. I just wanted it to be different. And if you can open up to questioning, and just because you question something doesn't mean you have to do it. You know, we have these self-imposed limits. Well, I can't possibly, you know, when I first started out, they took me through um, the Bible, the Christianity. I was raised a Catholic. Um, not a strict Catholic, but that's foundation was. And they took me into the, into Christianity for three years. And when they find, and in one moment I was done with it, I was, I was done. I had my foundation, I guess, because in one moment, everything changed, but it also brought with that change also brought fear because I had learned from the Bible. Don't go outside these steps. Don't do anything outside of this. So now I have this ability to connect with dead people who I know are not dead, but my Christian, my, my devout Christian friend said, that is evil. That is evil. And I said, how can it be evil? It's healing people. It is opening people up to more love. It's not evil. And that started a whole new conversation, but I had in myself too, I am fearful of stepping out of this Christian box because I'm going to be damned right? Because that's what the Bible teaches. It's evil. No, I, I did study with nuns. My family oh, wow. Catholic. And, okay. uh, and when I was 21, that's when I stopped being uh, Catholic. My family is still Catholic. <coughs> and now I work removing all that teachings from the people. Wow. It's a big job. And I see them and uh, when there are all these fears and they like, teach me how to channel. They go, oh my God, we have to remove all this junk from the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> so like that you can channel. <laughs> yeah. And, and when the people tell me, what are you, what do you do for a living? It's like removing junk from the Catholic Church. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but it is yeah. easy for me to understand that. Why? Because I studied with the nuns. Yeah. And all that, it was also training. Is everything. Yes. Absolutely. You had to see everything that was there. And, and everything, we, all the experience that we have, it was just training to be what we are going to become for part of what we're mission. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to do. You know, we have a lot to move from. We don't advocate um, going back to fix things. I mean, I understand what you say when you say we're moving the junk. Yeah, you are. We are. We all are. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, but we don't we don't recommend we don't ever recommend going back to fix things. You could stay in therapy for 40 years trying to fix things, because when you do that, as you know, you are staying in the space where those things are created. So your focus is on the 
problem, not the solution. The solutions, all solutions are found in alignment. So we say, know where you are now and move forward. Just choose something else. You know, it sounds so simple. People go, oh yeah, it sounds so simple. That it really is. We are choosing something else because when you choose a different thought, Abraham says, you know, they use the emotional guidance scale and they say, choose a thought that feels better because they are choosing, they are saying, choose a vibration that will manifest something else because we are constantly creating constantly in every moment and every thought that we choose to focus on will bring like thoughts to it. And so if we're choosing thoughts that are loving and peaceful, that means we are going to experience that vibration, right? So we say, take stock of where you are right now and move forward. Just move forward. It's, it's much easier than we think it is because it really boils down to just a choice. I have a question about uh, moving to the fifth dimension. Mm because that's where we're going and uh, as, as a collective. And um, I, I've been having problems to explain this to, um, to, my, to my clients, to, to the people I work with, and uh, that they have to let go all those fears, all this drama, the beliefs of worthiness, and, that they're, uh, and, and they start lo loving themselves. I I I know that uh, because we talked before uh, we started this conversation that Joseph come in and out is is a blend with mm -hmm. Cynthia and Joseph at the same time. So right now, just want to clarify with everybody that right now Cindy is talking and Joseph is talking at the same time. Yes. Don't think that it comes in and out like other channelers. No. Uh, as, as Cindy is, is also Joseph at the same time, and. Um, But how do we do it? Um, how do we explain to people that the, the easy way, because I know the complicated way is not the way, it's the not. easy way to go to the fifth dimension. And what do they have to let go to go to, to start feeling the conscience of the fifth dimension? Well, at, again, at the base is a shift in perspective. If you were to, and everybody can, can kind of try to do this, it gets very hairy when you say, I'll give you a process in a second, but um, when you say, okay, I'm going to imagine my life with no fear at all, people say, I can't do it. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. And that's the beginning stage because when you realize um, how much fear you're calling to yourself, using the word fear, um, how many out of alignment thoughts you have created from and are still creating from when they, in the beginning of this, they said, Cindy, you got to get a hold of your thoughts. You got to look at your thoughts and that's how you're going to start to change. Well, I didn't, I never thought about my thoughts, but when I started to notice what I was thinking, I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with this hole I had dug for myself. You know, now I understood it. I was choosing it the whole time. I just never understood it. So the shift in perspective is, yes, you have a choice. Yes, you are the chooser. And yes, you can, as Esther says, be or do or have anything that you want because you are the chooser. You are the chooser of your own vibration. And that comes with choosing thoughts. We have this um, 
little story. I call it the down by the river choosing. I have a podcast of it. And I think it's the ego aspect podcast. Um, and when they showed me this, it was so life-changing for me. They said, and it was in a meditation and they said, okay, let's take a walk down by the river. Now I had just been to Montana fly fishing and it was the most gorgeous experience. It was so beautiful. So I took myself there and I sat down. Now I'm watching myself in this meditation. So I sat down on the riverbank and I looked to my left and Joseph was sitting there. There was my soul. And I looked to my right and, and there was my ego aspect. And I had named her Sandra that day in this, in this thing. And we were just happily hanging out, just sitting there. And when I looked at the river, the river was full of these red and white balls, balloons, let's call them. And they were red and white and it was, and they were all going in the flow of the river and there were some popping up and they were just jumping around. It was like a bouncy house and it was all red and white. And Joseph said, the red balls indicate out of alignment thoughts, vibrations, and the white balls are the in alignment thought vibrations. Pick a thought. So I reached for the red one. It was cherry red. It was beautiful and shiny. I reached for that thing. And I, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention in this meditation to what they were saying. So I picked my, my red ball. It felt comfortable. I wanted to feel the ball because it was so pretty. And I brought it on the bank and then I reached for another one. And then I start getting these nudges from my ego in, in my side and it doesn't feel so good. And I, you know, and I kind of try to shove it off and I'm not feeling so good. And I take another red ball and I start to feel worse. And the ego says, Cindy, if you continue to take those out of alignment balls, those out of alignment thoughts, you are creating a pathway to a manifestation that you are not going to like. Throw them back. So I threw them back. And Joseph said, now choose a white ball. I chose a white ball. And I looked over and they high-fived me. And they said, pick another one. And I picked another one. And the more I got, the shinier they got. I'm getting covered with loose bones. The shinier they got. And all of a sudden, they were like um, Christmas ornaments. And they were just, they were gorgeous, these balls. And the more I picked, the better I felt. And I, all of a sudden, I'm laughing and I'm playing with the ball. And I'm, and I'm feeling wonderful. And they said, this is the process of choosing. This is the process that we want you to to hand off to people that every single thought vibration that has ever been thought is available for your choosing for all of our choosing. And they are vibrations and they manifest your thoughts are, are powerful and you are the creator. You are the chooser. So I would say that for anyone who is living in a situation that they are not happy, that they, they, are, they are miserable for whatever reason, if it's a relationship, a job, it doesn't matter. The outside circumstance, as Abraham says, is old news. What you're living now is a manifestation that already occurred. So, which means you have the opportunity in every moment to choose another manifestation. So we have got to start choosing thoughts based on what we want to experience. And we want to, 
it is in our nature to want to experience love in every area, love and joy and peace and abundance and beauty and laughter and everything that goes with the space of alignment. And you can, everybody can do this for themselves. Look at your life. Look at the experiences you're having. People say, I keep getting the wrong men. I keep getting the wrong men. That's because you keep choosing the same vibration and the same guy shows up in a different body. It's because also they don't think probably they would not have the, they don't think they're worth more or they don't deserve more. And in the moment they change that. Yes. Then something better is going to come into their presence. Yes, because we're calling it. We're calling it to us. I had a big problem with self-worthiness. You know, big. I, I think most of us do. You know, raised. I mean, I'll be sixty. You know, this year. So from a long time ago. You know, I, we just didn't. We didn't get it. Whatever it was. You know, but it doesn't. But that's because we're searching for love in all the wrong places. Right. The, the love is on the inside. And the worthiness, I, I've been married four times and and now I'm single. And one of the things that I came to understand so clearly, like why I chose from Me Mexico to, to United States, the same kind of men. Me too. Because I don't thought I worth it. Even if it doesn't matter if I am a good woman or a bad woman, it doesn't matter. That is what I believe, what I deserve. Well, and yes, and what you what we believe we deserve is a vibration. And until we move out of that vibration, we will continue to attract the same. So if we think we're unworthy, we're getting a guy who also believes he's unworthy at the core because he's the manifestation could be an arrogant asshole, you know, but he's still but he's acting out. That is a reflection of what he thinks of himself. You know, when people lash out at us, it's not because of us. It's what's coming out of them. You know, we can't take things so personally. You know, so now I kind of divvy up. I I was married three times too, three nice guys, but they were all on that vibrational. You know, they all had their own issues, the same issues I had on different vibrational manifestations. You know, they manifested them. They manifested in them unique to them. But the vibration was the same, all out of alignment, you know, yeah. so we all, you know, misery loves company. I guess that's where it comes from. <laughs> well, you attract what you vibrate. You vibrate at the same time. I don't, I, I'm not going to say that they're going to stay like that forever. No. Oh, now they're great, amazing guys. But with other person that they yes. raise the vibration and now they're vibrating amazing with another person. Yes. Why? Yes. Because we all change. We're in, life is Constant. not table we're always fluctuating in vibration yeah constantly moving constantly yeah i mean ever since i started this journey what 20 years ago um started the journey consciously i'll say you know my groups of friends have fallen by the wayside i'm like plowing a new road and in the beginning i was like what's going on i'm really you know I'm, i'm alone now well yeah i am because I'm moving forward. Some will choose to come and some won't, and some will go off on other directions. That's fine. I don't, I don't, you know, that's great. I'm, I'm moving forward. We're all moving forward at our own pace, you know, and we will all get there because Joseph says our time frame is eternity. Talking about that, about uh, soul tribes, 
I know we'll come with uh, soul family and soul tribes, and they're a lot of them. They're reincarnated already, like us in this plane. But it is very hard when we're navigating in this in this plane to to find them so easy. And uh, what now, does it tell you about that? Because oh gosh, sometimes it's lonely. <laughs> but all of them, you know. Um, Joseph's message is for the teachers, for our teachers. That's why we're together today. And, you know, I had one before, same thing. And the clients I'm getting, they're all teachers. They're all teachers. And they all say the same thing. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I know I've been saying it for years. I don't say it anymore. I've actually moved beyond the loneliness. Thank God. But for years, I know what I know. And I will, I will say to you what they said to me, which is um, that loneliness, first of all, is out of alignment because we're never alone. We know that, right? Hard for the human aspect to understand that, though, because we feel human stuff, you know? But when you can move beyond that, that is a self-love that, too, is... Um, immeasurable. And it you get to a point that anybody that comes around you, you love them for their soul and you don't, you don't judge anybody. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Um, I'm saying that at the right time, we will all come together and we are all coming together through this means. Now, since I, I don't know how many you've met since you've been doing this, but I have met a ton of beautiful teachers who are all out there. You know, they're, I mean, relatively speaking, there's probably not a whole lot of us, but if there are a million of us, we are, we are all vibrating on the same plane, you know? And so I just give the advice that Joseph focus on alignment. If we all focus on our own alignment at the perfect time, the perfect people, it's like merging onto traffic. You know, we're all coming from these different areas all for the same goal, you know, and that is to end up at the new earth, end up in total love, total, you know, knowing who we really are, which is doable at any moment by way of alignment. Hmm. It just put me to think right now that as an artist before, I wanted more friends, artists. So I started teaching painting. And then after that, many of them, they started exhibiting different in the galleries and so forth. They become very famous artists. And, uh, and now I'm teaching channeling. Probably it's for the same reason I did it. I'm doing it. <laughs> so I, I get more people that can understand me and just less detrimental of my work. Yeah, I don't know. It just came to me right now. Hmm. Cindy, do you have something that you would like to say? Uh, we just have a few minutes more, and uh, I don't want to take more of your time. Oh, but do you want to say something else? Or I would. I, I yes, and we do want to say this: that everything that we are experiencing in the physical realm right now. Um, is the splitting of the consciousness. This is a wonderful time that we all chose to be here for. And that is the choosing 
Joseph refers to the earth as the choosing ground at this time. We are choosing. So we would encourage everyone to rise above the chaos vibrationally. Um, Nothing outside of ourselves is more important than our own alignment. You know, Abraham teaches one in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not, which means we attract what we put out. So even with all that chaos going on, say, isn't that awesome? Look at that split. Look at that third dimension splitting away from us and lean this way, splitting away. Choose Choose your side. You can choose whatever you want. What do you want to experience? So we would say, choose love in all resolution and trust, trust, trust. Allow your guides, allow your guidance, allow the little voice in there to guide you forward. If it feels good, follow it, follow it. I usually call them the internal GPS. Internal GPS is exactly right. Yeah. Yes. No U-turns here. (laughs) Just keep moving forward. We say, welcome to our plane of consciousness. We're setting sail for the new earth every day, every day and shift your perspective. There's no time frame here. It's eternity. It's that we're all moving in that direction at one, one way or another, we're all going. So I would say from my perspective, do it, you know, sooner rather than later, only because the experience of it is so beautiful. You know, it's so much more fun living on the physical, in the physical realm when you're choosing your own reality than having a vulnerable vibration because you're afraid. We all have the ability to choose, stand up in your power, which is the choosing power and choose your way forward. Just, cho- just keep choosing love. Just keep choosing it. See what happens. Choose, 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 choose. That's all they ever say. Choose it. Choose it. You don't like it? Choose it. Choose something else. Really. Great advice. Yeah. Mm. We're very thankful for having you here. Monica, thank you so much. I enjoyed it so much. (laughs) It was so much fun. I love these. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you. you. I'll see you soon. Yes, see you soon. Okay. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.